इसलिए वी हर्ड तिरुवाती श्री मधुआचार्य Our His glories today is the disappearance day of Sri Ramanuja Charya. Sanchar four Vaishnava sampradays. Das Daitavad, Daitat Daita, Sudat Daita, and Vishistat Daita. There is no Kevala Daitavad there. श्री मंगराचार्य लाइन दे फॉलो इसके वाला दैतवाद मधुचार्य दे फॉलो दैतवाद फिलोसफी ट्वालिटी डिफरेंस बिटवीन जीवन 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 ब्रह्मा जीवन माया माया एंड माया ब्रह्मा एंड माया दिस फाइव डिफरेंसेस दे डू नॉट एक्सेप्ट अभेद वननेस बिटवीन द जीवन एंड ब्रह्मा That accepted this oneness between the Jiva and Brahma, but Ramanuja he accepted this Vishistha Daitavad, specialized monism. So real, the Shaman Kirtan of his life, his glory, his specialities. So in the morning we heard from uh, these leelas about Ramanuja Charya that uh, we uh, we uh, heard instead of listening uh, to. Uh, The activities of Maya, at least, we are listening to the glories of these great devotees. Or else, in this world is very difficult, unless uh, being uh, attracted by the allurements of Maya, one will speak of uh, Maya subjects, worldly topics. But uh, this Bhagavad Gita Kirtan. Is uh, very rarely found in this world now. So now we listen to his uh, glories, his specialities. Sir Ramanujara he appeared in the Sri Sampraday, the Sri Brahmarudra, the Sri Brahmarudra Sanaka. These four Sampradays, these four Vaishnava Sampradays. In the Acharya Sri Sampraday, this was Kaliyug was Ramanujachari. So Ramanuja means how? He is the younger brother of Ram. Or was he the younger uh, brother of Ram here? So here it is described that the Acharya of the Sri Sampradaya, Mahalakshmi, Sri Devi, Budevi, and Lila. Sri Bo Lila, the three Shaktis of Bhagwan. श्री शक्ति महालक्ष्मी स्वरूपिणी एंड भूशक्ति भक्ति स्वरूपिणी भूदेवी एंड लीला शक्ति इज ऑल द लीलाज भगवान दर कैरिड आउट बाई लीला शक्ति सो एन आचार्य 
who has love for you and, uh, and who will uh, take the specialities of the Spriti, Prem and attract everyone and this way they will be uh, allotted they will be given the sevadikar of being a dasanadas servant of servant so then Bhagawan himself he was thinking what to do who should I send because Bhagawan has many lila avatars guna avatars mana avatars avisha avatars yuga avatars he has many kinds of avatars so Bhagawan will not empower anyone then no one can do any task. Even for the Nitya Parikars, still they are also empowered by Bhagawan. Whether the Shakti, how can they propagate? So Bhagawan was thinking, should I send my Parikars or my Avatars? The Avatars, they appeared many times. Still the darkness of Kali Yuga, no one accepts coming in this age. Very f- terrible age of Kali Yuga. Very, uh, this age is full of darkness. It's darkness of ignorance. See, in this world, if you, if you speak lies, then people are happy. And you see, you go to the court, you see, even the sadhus, sometimes they'll go on the side of lies. No one will speak the truth. Everyone has a certificate of speaking lies. You see, one has to speak so many lies to speak to cover a lie. And in the end, they'll even say, this is the truth, speaking lies. So Bhagavan, he said, when I came in this avatar as Ram, that time, I had this one sevak, my younger brother, Lakshman. Lakshman was such a... Uh, staunch follower of this truth. When Meghanath was killed, then then Meghanath's wife, she told Ravan, no one can kill my husband. Because anyone who followed Brahmacharya 14 years, who hasn't eaten anything for 14 years, and who hasn't even slept for 14 years, that, that only that person can kill my husband. So, how can you find such a person who has been a brahmachari for 14 years, hasn't slept for 14 years, hasn't eaten anything for 14 years? Who could, how can you possibly find this person? So, she said, let's go. I want to ask Ram, how did my husband die? Who is that person who has killed my husband? Has he really followed this vrata for 14 years? And Ravan said, you see, I will not go. You go yourself. She said, how can I go? So how can a lady go alone? Should I take some soldiers? And Ravan said, no. You go there, you'll be worshipped. Because Ram is not ordinary, Ravan said. Raman, he said, Ram knows how to respect everyone, honor everyone. So if you go there, then you'll be respected very nicely, honored. And you, will, and you cannot even imagine he, how munificent Ram is. He is not anyone's enemy. He is everyone's great friend. Then why, why are you fighting with him? Why are you, why have you become his enemy? Because Ravan, he wanted to become the Shaktiman himself. 
So he used all the Shakti of it. If I kill the Shaktiman, then Shakti will be mine, then I'll become the Shaktiman. So Ravan, he knew how glorious, how great Ram was. He said, all right, you go. But Ram, Ravan, he hid his intentions to this wife of uh, Meghanath. And when Meghanath's wife came, all the monkeys lowered their heads down. They all lowered their heads down and they folded their hands and they made way for her to meet Ram. When she came near Ram, she said, I have come near you. You see, I'm like your daughter, like your younger sister. So I'm, I'm in your Anugatya. So I have a question. He said, then what is the question? You see, your brother, this Lakshman, did he follow his Vrata for 14 years? Did he not eat anything for 14 years? Not drinking any water, nothing. Did he follow his Brahmacharya for 14 years? Didn't he sleep even for 14 years? Then she asked Lakshman. Then Ram asked Lakshman, Oh, my brother, you should answer her. Then Ram, Lakshman, he said, It's true what she's saying. Fourteen years, you see, I've never eaten anything. Not in a single grain of rice. Then Ram said, But still, I gave you, um, I gave you my remnants every day. What do you do with those remnants? He said, Oh, Dharo Lakshman, just take this, you'd say. But you never told me to eat this. You only told me to keep it. So, how can I eat your remnants without you ordering me to eat them? I'm your surrendered Das, younger brother, King Kor. So, this way, you told me to take it. But then you told me, you didn't tell me to eat it. So, then how could I eat? Then, where, is, where are all those remnants? Then he said, I've tied all those remnants in bags on the branches of trees. You can see yourself. And then whole night I never slept. And then he also said, I never even saw the face of woman. Then haven't you ever seen the face of Sita? He said, never. Except I haven't seen any part of her body except her lotus feet. You see, when I'd go, when I'd be walking on the streets, I'd only see what was like one and a half feet up in front of me. I never see anything more than that. Shurpanakataraka Somni. All of them came, but still he didn't look at their faces. So then, then Ram, he sent Hanuman, go and look in the forest in Dandagaranya. There he saw Lakshman had tied all these remnants of Ram in pouches, in bags, and tied them to the branches of all the trees. So then Ram, he told Meghanath's wife, if you want, I can bring your husband back to life. I can give him life again. He said no. Just by seeing you and also by when my husband, when he was dying, he looked at you. So he's already achieved liberation. So she said, no, I want to be, be with my husband. So now I will uh, take the the head of my husband and I'll enter into the fire. This is called Sati. Otherwise, she enters into the fire to be with her husband. So then Ram said, you can ask for any blessing, I'll give it. And she said, only give me this one blessing, that life after life, I can serve my husband and be with him. And then she entered into the fire. So, Bhagavan himself said, that Lakshman is a very glorious sevak. He has such patience, tapasya. He delivered the entire world. He has anugatya. And... Uh, he has all kinds of good qualities, qualification. 
see how Lakshman. Sita ji, she spoke such harsh words to Lakshman. She said, oh, I'm very sad. Therefore, I had to be separate from Ram. And I had to go live in the forest of Valmiki. Because Ram in Lakshman, they're Satya Pratikya. They're always, they always uphold the truth. See, Sita spoke such harsh words to Lakshman, but still Lakshman drew the Lakshman Rekha. But still she came out of this Lakshman Rekha, this barrier, and then Ravan took her away. Or else Ravan could not even touch her. And then one day, in Ayodhya, one person, he came and told her, he came to Ram and he said, Ram, I have to speak some secret things to you, but no one should be here, he said. I'll have to speak to you in a solitary place. And no one is there. Ram said, alright. Then someone should guard this place. Then he called Lakshman. He said, Lakshman. He said, no one should come and disturb us. Disturb our conversation. And if anyone enters inside, then I'll take that person's life away. So they say this condition was set. And this, his life will be taken away. So no one can enter inside. And then Ram, he went inside, he was speaking to that person, the doors were closed and Lakshman was guarding outside, he was giving guard. And all of a sudden, hey, Durvasa Rishi, he came. So Durvasa Maharshi, he came there. So Durvasa Rishi is, you know, he's very temperamental. So he called Lakshman, come here. And he said, oh Gurudev, I want to meet Ram, he said. I said, oh, please wait for some time. I said, I'll uh, arrange this park here, Asan, everything, just kindly wait. He said, no, let me go see Ram. I said, destroy the entire, this line of Ram. And Lakshman was thinking, oh, okay, Ram will only take my life away, but I cannot let the family be destroyed, this entire line. Surya Vanshi is. Then shouting so much. He said, you are, you, are, you are giving me so many problems in meeting Ram. He said, Jai Vijay did the same thing to the four Kumaras. And because they disobeyed the four Kumaras, they became demons. And you are doing the same thing, not letting me meet Ram. Now Lakshman, he was thinking, you know what to do. So then he opened the gate, Durvas went inside and he told Ram, Ram, I'm very hungry, give me something to eat, he said. And then that person who Ram was speaking to, he disappeared. So that was Kalpurush, time personified. So then Ram, he was very sad, what happened? Then he wouldn't look at Lakshman, he wouldn't speak to him. Then he called his Guru Vashishta. He said, I'll give this Prantanda, I'll take Lakshman's life away. Now what should I do? He's my brother now. What do I do? Then Vashishta, he said, just leave him, abandon him for the rest of his life. You see, to abandon your near and dear one is is like death itself. So you renounce him as your brother. Don't kill him, but. Then Lakshman, he left Lakshman then. So Lakshman was thinking, if he has abandoned me, if he's renounced me, then what is the use of my life? Oh, my only life is service to Ram. So Ram renounced him then. And then Lakshman, he entered into the Saryu river and then he entered into this uh, eternal socket. Ayodhya Dham. And he said, 
Ram became very sad then. But see, no, you cannot uh, stall that which is going to happen. That which is inevitable is bound to happen. So Lakshman, he said, you see, the Rasa was hungry, I could have fed him myself. Why did he have to go tell Ram? But you see, this is Kal. This is time. No one can do anything. Then, Ram, he said, this Vaikuntadipati, if Lakshman, if he is sent to this world, then what Maya? What can Maya do? Nothing. In this way, he will, he will make everyone attend the Lord's feet, Narshri Bhagavan. He will make everyone, he will re, reinstate everyone in their position, in their position of servitude to Sri Ram. So that way, Yavunacharya gives preaching bhakti. All the alwars, Nathuni, all these alwars they are preaching. And Yavunacharya was thinking, he has many disciples, Gostipurna, Kanchipurna, Shailapurna, Mahapurna. He had so many. But he was not happy. He desired this bhakti preach, be preached everywhere, this Vaishnava Dharma. In this world, Bhagavan. There should be a place for Bhagavan in this world. There should be a Vaikuntha Param in this world as well. Where Bhagavan can be received. And by having this darshan, the entire world can be made pure. We are doing so much tapasya, we are performing our worship. But what are we doing for Prabhu? If in this life, if in this world, we are always... Uh, making so many arrangements for ourselves. But can we not make a small place for our Prabhu, for Bhagwan? So Yamunacharya had this great desire in his heart. That in this world, everyone is trying to make a separate place for their own selves. Nice house, nice palace, and they're trying to make all varieties of enjoyment. But no one makes a temple for Sri Hari. They keep the names of their houses as Hari Mandir, Kopal Bhavan. But they say, Gopal is my... They say everyone is Gopal. You know, any person they come across. They say Gopal, Nepal, Apal, Chapal. Everyone. They say, although they name their places Gopal, Bhavan, Hari Mandir, still. So there's no place for Bhagavan, then there's no place for his Bhaktas as well. So then Sansar is like Narak, then it's like hell. And they say they make uh, they make all arrangements and they make only hellish circumstances there. So suffering, untold suffering. So Yamunacharya desired that one temple for Sri Hari be established. And this Bhagavad Siksha Kendra. This Bhakti be taught to everyone. So that time, during his time, his uh, grandfather and his father, he said between two rivers, there's one demon who comes and worships one devata. So you go there and you serve him there. So then, 
he was thinking he was only a small boy that uh, Vibhishan every time is coming from Lanka although he was a demon still he would come and worship Ranganath and his father and grandfather when they came to Vrindavan then they prayed to Yamuna Devi then kindly bless us with a very nice uh, devotee who can make a nice place for Bhagavan in this world propagate bhakti and preach these bhakti shastras and give siksha and open these centers of education spiritual education for everyone and all these materialistic people have opened great so many centers of enjoyment so how can they be delivered from such enjoyment and they say they send they make so many places for Bhagavan then uh, there is no place to follow the Janmashtami Janmashtami other festivals of Sri Bhagavan so then Yamunaji she became very happy so she said alright I'll pray to my Prabhu and then according to everyone's desire it, then this Ram Sevak he will appear in this world so Lakshman he said Prabhu you send me here but and Sita Devi she had his desire Mahalakshmi then if Lakshman will go then so much preaching can be done everyone's hearts can be changed and Lakshman ji he said I cannot do anything alone so you say Hanuman he's there he sent her Hanuman also and for how many days He said, all right, I'll call you back quickly. Don't worry. Ram, he told Lakshman. But still, you'll have to go to this material world to benefit all the jivas. So, Nacharya Ramanuj came. Then Yamunacharya. He... Ramanacharya, he had to... Uh, the the Ramanacharya's mother and aunt, they were disabled to Yamunacharya. So Yamunacharya, he heard that one son was born, so he named him Lakshman Desik. Then Sri Paramudur is present there in South India, the birthplace of Ramanujacharya. He appeared in this Brahmin family there. Every day he'd uh, take this information. And from his very childhood, Ramanacharya's childhood, he sent so many Vaishnavas. Sent Kostipurna. And he sent other Vaishnavas. They look after him. And Gostipurna would come. He was from a Shudra Jati. But there is no consideration of Jatpat. But Yamunacharya, he was a Brahmin. And, in, and you see, they got these Sevaks. Of Ranganath, there is Uttar Kaveri and Dakshin Kaveri. So Yamunacharya became very happy. So then Gostipurna, he'd go and help Ramanacharya Lakshman Tesik. And he sent Kanchipurna. Kanchipurna used to make garlands for Varadaraj. And he used to sing and dance in front of Varadaraj. Varadaraj used to be very happy with him. So Kanchipurna, he would come to Parambudur by Yamunachari's desire. And then he'd, he'd bring Varadaraj's kheer for Lakshman Desik. He'd give Prasadi Mala over the Raj. And from his very childhood, 
Gusti Puna, anyone, any sadhus would come. Ramacharya, he'd feed them by his own hands and he'd take the remnants. And they say, there's so much problems in his family. They know he's from Shudra Jati. Just by wearing Tilakmala, how has he become? Same as a, that of a Brahmin. And you're taking his remnants. It's not good. So then Ramacharya was saying, how can I change them? So then they sent him to study to Kanchipuram from Sri Parambudur. And Parambudur, he came here to Kanchipuram. And there is Vishnu Kanchi and Shiv Kanchi, side by side. So there in Shiv Kanchi, Yadav Prakash, he was the guru of the Mayavadis. He was very qualified. He was a pundit, very powerful intellectual. So Ramachar's father, he sent him there. Because now if he's going to stay at home, then he'll also become like one of the sadhus. He's only serving sadhus the whole day, staying with them, listening to them. And this way he's putting tilak on, learning all these tostatis, Gita Bhagavad, reading the Vedanta, everything. Then he sent him there, Yadav Prakash. So then Yadav Prakash, he started speaking to him. So that time, he had so many sevaks there. Is he going there also is there, his nephew. And so many others were there. They were all studying there in that Gurukul of Yadav Prakash. So then he used to serve Guruji in such nice ways. Every day he would massage him with oil and then massage him and bathe him, fan him. So I mean always. Guruji was very happy with him. Saying, how can, where can I find such a qualified boy like this boy? You see, in this way, even if one has all good qualities, then even if one, he will be very qualified if he can serve his Guru. So one day, when he was massaging his feet, fanning him, then one, one, one student, he came and he asked, Hello Guruji, how are Bhagwan's eyes like? And he said, Kapyasam. He said, what is the meaning of this? And he said, Bhagavan's eyes are like... Uh, and he said, what is the meaning? And Yadav Prakash, he said, Kapi means monkey. And you see, the the uh, behind of a monkey is red. So Bhagavan's eyes are like a monkey's behind. So then Lakshman Desi, when he had this explanation, he started weeping so much, he started crying. And you see, these warm tears, they fell on... When he was massaging Yadav Prakash's feet, all these tears were continuously falling on his back. So why are you crying? He said, how can you even give such an explanation? That Bhagavan's eyes, he's, Bhagavan, he has lotus-like eyes. And you're comparing his eyes to the bend of a monkey. How can you even speak like this? Then he said, already you give an explanation. Then he said, He said that, Ka means water. You see, what is this? Uh, you see, the lotus is always frolicking on the surface of the water. So they say, Bhagavan's eyes are like the lotus flower. So, Yadav Prakash, no, he was trembling. Then he was thinking, oh, and then he started teaching Brahma Sutra, Vedanta Sutra. And all his explanations he'd explain from Shankaracharya, Shariq Pasha. And Ramacharya cut all his arguments and then he'd explain proper 
but what's in view of Bhakti? And he was saying, oh, he's a boy, he's like a big thorn. He's a big, he's a big enemy for Sampradaya. Now this thorn will not be removed, then cause a great problem. You see, you see, the, he's like the axe that will cut down the very tree for entire dynasty, entire line. So if we don't send, do something with this boy, then he'll destroy our entire philosophy. So I said, all right, all of us, let's go. We'll go for some Tarshan Brahman. Then he took all the students. Then they went to Varanasi from India. And then they went to Sakri. They said, after India, we'll return back to South India. Because there, there's only forests there. Six months going, six months coming. Because they had to walk all the way from this uh, Kanjipuram to North India. And they had to do, speak so much Katha there on the way to all the people they met. So they said when there was a dense forest there. Then Yadav Prakash, he told some of his students, Mahavadi students, tie him up, tie this Lakshman Desik up and throw him somewhere, he said. And then we'll tell someone when we return that he went to the forest and some lion ate him. That he died. Then this thorn is gone away forever. And this Govinda, who was the nephew of Ramacharya, he was a Shivu Pasak. He, he was very near to Yadav Prakash. So he heard everything. And he told Ramanujachari, he told Lakshman Desi. He said, Alright, brother, you leave in the evening, or else they're going to kill you now. So then you have to run away immediately. So in this evening, so when everyone are going there to bathe, put the lock on, do the Sandevandan, the Ranik, then Namachara he left immediately. And then he had to run through the forest, dense forest, thick forest. So Yadav Prakash, he asked the other boys, where is this Lakshman Desi? Oh, he went to have a bath, he hasn't returned. Then he said, alright, good. Now there's no need for us to kill him. Now surely some some animals will eat him and we won't be blamed for this. You know, no karma for us. Good, the thorn has gone away, he said. So in the middle of the night, there is a there was a hunter with his wife. He was carrying a lantern. And then he said, he said, why have you come here to this forest alone? He said, I'm going to Kanchipuram. He said, all right, we'll also take you to Kanchipuram. Come, we'll go there. So then, uh, they were going in the front, leading the way, and Ramacharya was following them. They had the lantern in hand. So there, the wife of the hunter, she said, you see, we're, we're uh, forest dwellers. So I'm very thirsty, she said. So you see the bell there, can you bring some water? I'm very thirsty. And she while coming to that place, he walked for five months. And then he came near this well, so how could he bring this water from the well? He needed some some pot, some rope. So then what did he do? He took his uttariya, his dupatta, his upper cloth. And then he tied it in two knots. And then he took one stone and tied it in the middle. And then he lowered the cloth down. And when the cloth got wet, then by the other side of the cloth, he put the 
cloth down then when the cloth was wet he squeezed it he squeezed the water in lakshmi devi's in, in the hands of the lady and then she drank the water and then they said now say kanjipuram has come now go ramana says house oh, it's not even morning house oh, that have come right near varadaraja's temple kanjipuram so himachal is able kanjipurna not only making garlands for he would also bring water for uh, bathing varadaraj in south india there are only so many hills there so there they make wells and they draw water from these wells and the wells are the main source of water for them or else they have to take water from the kaveri or godavari and this way the main source of water is the well sometimes they have this narmada tungabhadra but still the main source is the well they bathe and cook using water so kanjipurna in the morning he saw ramanujacharya and he said that yesterday you you gave water to mahalakshmi then ramanujacharya was thinking how who's mahalakshmi then he said all right from now every day you'll bring water from the well and you'll do this nana abhishek cooking everything using this water from the well then varadaraj himself mahalakshmi they came to bring you there and now you stay now you don't stay here anymore now you go to shirangam venkatachalam there yamuna charya is present there is waiting for you and previously what happened amar charya is uh, from his childhood he was always involved in this practice of bhakti so they married him then his wife came but his wife saw that he is serving gostipurna shailapurna kanchipurna mahapurna all these disciples of yamunacharya he would come and eat serve all of them and he take their remnants so she became very upset so one day gostipurna's wife she was there and she insulted her very much Sir, I want you to go every day to listen to Katha. Now he said, no, no need to stay here anymore. Now we'll leave now. What was the fault? They were drawing water from the same well. And Gostapuna's wife had also come. And there was like a big well. Anyhow, one drop of this water from her pot fell into her pot. And then she started abusing the other lady so much. Because they were very innocent. They, she, the other lady remained silent but the other lady she was from a very rich family and Ramana Chari also was very known well known he would, was a very good teacher he had a Gurukul so then she started abusing the other lady so much in the evening Gustipurna and his wife they were very sad they said no we are leaving now And then they went to Ranganath there. They didn't say anything to Yamunachari because this is, the dharma of a disciple is not to complain. He should learn to digest. He should not go and trouble Guru with his complaints. This is not the duty of a shishya. Guru is Antaryami. He knows everything. But so he didn't say anything to Yamunachari about what she had done. 
Sudan Ramacharya, he saw. Now I'll have to leave home now. Now the last stage of my samsara is coming now. So once when Brahmin, he came there. He was very hungry. Very poor. So he told the teacher, Ramacharya, that he said, I'm very poor, I'm very hungry. Give me something to eat. Then you're very merciful on me. And I heard you're very, you're a great donor. You're someone chatty. He said, all right. You go to my house and tell my wife to give something to you. To something to eat, she'll give you. And when he came there, this Brahmin, then his wife, Ramachari's wife, not just, she, she abused him so much then. She shouted at him so much. That, oh, I'm not your servant. That whenever you come here, I should just come and feed you. She spoke such harsh words to the Brahmin. And when the Brahmin came, then he said, have you eaten? He said, yes, I've eaten for 10 lifetimes, he said. No, I won't, I'll never eat again my entire life, he said. Then Ramachari understood, oh, his wife has misbehaved with him. He said, all right. Just be a little merciful to me. Then he wrote one letter. And then he put one, uh, and then he had one coconut and some betel leaves. And he had that tied by a red thread. And then he wrote that letter, and Ramachandra pretended to be his wife's father. And she said, Oh, your brother's going to get married. You come home quickly. Don't delay. So, twenty after is the marriage of your brother, come quickly. And he wrote this letter in the name of her father. And he sent these gifts, this coconut, his betel nut leaves. So then the Brahmin said, Oh, your father has sent me this letter here. This invitation, he sent this coconut and all these things, Bhogarag. So then she said, oh, she became very happy. Oh, my brother's going to get married. Then she sat the Brahmin down. Then she foster, washed his feet. And she gave him like so many types of prasad. <laughs> she fed him so many different types of food. Then she put a chadar on him. She gave him dakshina. He said, oh, yes, my, my husband is going to come now. So immediately I will go with him to my father's house. And then she gave some dakshina to the Brahmin and she left. Then the Brahmin, he said, Ramachar asked him, Have you eaten nicely? He said, Oh, you should have done this before. First time I went there, she shouted so much at me. Now, now you have, she's fed me so nicely now. For like a thousand birds, she's fed me. Such nice food. He said, All right. Then Ramachara, he went home. Then he saw his wife, she was very happy. She she would never speak nicely, sweetly. She would, but now she was very happy. She said, "Could you have come back home? Just some time before, my father he sent me a letter that uh, he sent one invitation, and he sent so many things. And she also bought other belongings of her house. And she said, oh, see, see, my father sent so many things.' She said, and I said, "All right." And then, your father's house. So you go now. So then he made her sit in a palanquin 
and then he's like some students they carried this palanquin and then he sent he told the students take her to the father's house and ramanujar what do you do immediately he left home and he went where to shirangam so far from kanchipuram and walking all the way there then he went to shirangam then he saw there was like very loud sankirtan going on tumultuous sankirtan going on a big procession was going on so many brahmins were there rishi maharshi sadhus everyone was there doing kirtan and crying what happened and they said just some time for yamunacharya has left now this world then they said all right He said, "Oh, I have done. I wanted to meet him since so many years now. Or his glory since so many years. He called me to meet him, but still now I've come, and he's left his body now." He said, "I want to see him one last time. Let me have his final darshan." It is the duty of the Brahmins that we carry someone on our shoulders. You see. and a sadhu leaves his body the custom is that only brahmins can touch him and then the brahmins will uh, write the samadhi mantra and then they will perform the last rites like either burning his body or putting his body in the river or giving him samadhi so then they wouldn't like so they're performing the final rites but ramanachari requested so they put yamunachari down and there he had darshan of yamunachari and they saw three fingers were closed and the left hand was open wide open but three fingers of his right hand were enclosed within his fist within his palm so ramanachari he said I accept him as my guru then may he accept me as his disciple and then one finger opened and then he said i will fulfill his desire and i will establish temples all over india and i will preach this bhagavad bhakti and the second finger opened and then he said third one all the bhakti shastras that are present that the mahavadis have destroyed I will uh, publish all of them and preach them. The third finger opened, then everyone saw and they became very surprised. He had so many disciples: Mahapuna, Shailpuna, Kashipuna, Kanchipuna. So many he had, very qualified. And all of them, they put this tilak on Ramanacharya. And even there, Uttar Kaveri, not in the South Kaveri, but North Kaveri. There they bathed Ramanacharya with tilak mala, new cloth. They did arati, offered boga, and then they also put Yamuna Chari there in samadhi by bathing him there in North Kaveri, putting fresh saffron cloth on him, tilak. They put him in samadhi, and Yamuna Chari started staying there because he said, "Now serve my guru, so let me at least serve the samadhi of my guru Maharaj." So that time, Mahapurna, he was like his. Uh, foremost disciple so whatever desires his guru had he'd always remember so then he gave him all instructions for 6 months he he every 6 months he goes of all his god brothers 6 6 months he would serve each and every one of them 
and then here you see this mantra from Mahapurna we are 19 times you give me the instruction he said no 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 he rejected him 19 times and the 20th time he explained this mantra to him and when he explained this mantra then Ramacharya he went there there was a big market and then he climbed to the top of the tower and then he said all of you come here Guru Ma, Guruji has given me a mantra and all of you should chant this mantra with me if all of you chant this mantra then all go to Vaikuntha never have to suffer in this material world again all the Vimanas will appear his celestial airplanes and take you all to Vaikuntha when Guruji was saying what has he said I told him not to tell this mantra to anyone and now he's going and distributing this mantra in the market there to everyone. And on top of the tower, he said, come here. He said, no, Gurudev, whatever. I told you not to say this to anyone. He said, so you'll go to hell now. He said, no harm. I'll go alone to hell. But those who have heard, they'll all be liberated. They'll all go to Vaikuntha. So it's good. Alone I'll go, but so many will go to Vaikuntha. When Guru Jai, we started laughing then. Because you see, if one is Acharya, then he'll have to make disciples. He'll have to give his mantras. And the devil will listen to him. They'll become his follower. His followers. So now he had so many disciples now. And then, he went to the king. He told the king, you see, the king has made many things. But he has not made temples for Bhagwan. There are no ashrams, no place for Bhagwan. He said, all of you go there. And they all went to the king. And the king, he said, oh, I have not, uh, I don't have time, I don't have wealth to make uh, temples for hypocrites, pretenders. He said, I'll make, uh, he said, I'll, I'll make dharmashalas, these uh, clinics for health, koshalas, I'll repair the roads, I'll make wells, I'll do all these things. Why should I make temples? When Ramacharya, he said, all right. He won't give anything, he said, all right. Then he made three disciples. Who were they? One disciple, he could, he knew, he could see what was beyond, like 10, 20 kilometers. He has such vision that he could, his vision could pierce everything. And he made another disciple. As a disciple, he could become smaller than a fly. And he could enter through the holes, through the ventilators. He could enter anywhere and take everything away. And they say, this uh, treasury of the king was surrounded everywhere from, uh, by a moat. It was surrounded by a moat so that no one could enter inside. So then, the other disciple, he could steal everything away. Because he could walk on water. So one would walk on water and carry the other one on his shoulders and the other one would enter inside, steal all the treasure and this way all the disciples bring everything away. This way he stole the entire treasury of the king. Then they sent this message to Vishwakarma. Dad, now we'll have to make a temple for Bhagwan. We have to bring Vaikuntha here. So then, what did they do? They sent all these architects and they all bought these stones, temples everywhere and they made 108 temples and the last temple is Tirupati, it's Tirumala, Balaji, Srinivas's temple. 
Mandir Mandir they made such nice temples even now if you do parikrama with 108 temples then immediately you go to vaikuntha these temples are so opulent so grand and rangnath dar shirangam before it is a small temple I see he made these seven gates he made a boundary and then after 2 3 kilometers he made another perimeter in this and after 7 kilometers he made another perimeter big big walls is even now you will not find a temple with such high walls then sab mandir all temples are built and the king he said there's nothing in my treasury who stole everything and then we saw so many temples were built and these temples had so many devotees serving narayan harikatha was being spoken kirtan was being done and the king he was a shaivite he was a chol raja so then you see his uh, brahmarakshas had caught his daughter so then he called yadav prakash as guru and yadav prakash heard that ramachar had become big acharya that he couldn't kill him and he's preaching everywhere then he called told the chol raja call him here for a scriptural debate and then anyone who loses will have to commit suicide so say i couldn't kill him before now ramachar will come there challenge him for a debate and then when i defeat him then we'll take him out of the mountain pluck his eyes out and throw him down then his guru saw so the raja king called him so then kureshi was there so gurudev you don't go you give me the sanyasa is danda kamandalo and then i'll go i'll go there so is kureshi how was he once ramacharya he saw the mahavadis they taken all the vaishnav scriptures and they burned them or they hidden them somewhere and in kashmir the mahavadis were staying there in kashmir there was this buddha in bashya they stole that hid that bashya somewhere so now they took kurish and he went there to kashmir and there they saw this buddha in bashya in the library he read all the books there and they got this buddha in bashya then they took their buddha in bashya and they left in the middle of the night they now they found out that oh, the sadhu has come he has taken to follow him and they shot following him then they stole this buddha and bashya and all children became very sad then guru said guru the very so sad said oh no they stole our grandfather so said don't worry when you rest during the night then i would i committed to memory everything that i read now i'll dictate everything as i've read and you write it down and you see he was writing the buddha and bashya and kurish was his disciple was saying everything so when they called for the shastra then kurish said i'll go there you stay here he went there then and the chol raja there's only hills there so then there was a big hill and all the shaivas there were there and then they engaged in argument the kurish defeated all of them but still the king shot clapping his hands and said kurish is defeated now and then take his eyes out now then they removed both his eyes out and then they threw him down from top of the mountain 
of the hill. But still, what could they do to Quresh? Quresh, he fell. But there, there are some Adivasis. Some Sadhu has come, some tribal people. Then these tribal people, they saw he didn't have his eyes. So then anyhow, they they protected him. Meanwhile, Acharya Ramanuja preaching everywhere, he came there. Then Kuresh had become blind. Then he came to meet his Guru. And what did Guruji do? Ramacharya gave his divine vision. And, and the vision that he had before was nothing compared to this Divyadrashi Ramacharya had bestowed upon him. This transcendental vision. And that very lady who this Brahmaraksha had got, then the same king called Yadav Prakash. She said, she said this, this lady said, oh, this Yadav Prakash is a Mayavadi. He's, he's saying, I'll kill him now. And she jumped at him. She killed him now. And then she caught all of Yadav Prakash and she threw him out somewhere. He said before he was a before he was a lizard and now he's become the Guru of the Mayavadis. So they say the, he said how can you be delivered? Then he said alright go and call Acharya Ramanuj he's a Vaishnava Acharya. This Brahmarakshas said I'll just wait, give me the Shanamrut, then I'll leave this uh, young girl, this princess. And I'll leave, then I'll also be delivered. Because eating the remnants of these Mayavadis have become Brahmarakshas now. And what did the king do? Then he called Ramanacharya. And then he did his Charanabhishek. And this Brahmarakshas, he, he was given the Shanamrut of Ramanacharya. This Brahmarakshas, being very happy, he left. So since then, the king was no longer uh, opposed. Then he became favorable. Then in Yadav Prakash, his entire body, he started getting leprosy. Then his mother said, hey, Oh son, you've done such great offenses to this boy. He, this boy was a disciple and you tried killing him. Now just see her condition. Then you tried even killing his other disciple, this Kuresh. Took his eyes out. Now just see how you are. His entire body was suffering some leprosy. So mother was very sad for him. You see, just see such a big acharya and now you are suffering. Now go and follow the feet of Ramanacharya. Surrender him, become his disciple, take diksha from him, then you will be forgiven. So then he came there. Now his entire hands and legs had melted. His bones were like coming out, pus was seen, blood was coming out. Then Ramanacharya, he said, he gave the Shanamrita of Ranganath. He gave the Uchishta of Ranganath, the remnants of Ranganath. And then he made him beautiful again. Then he took Diksha again. Then he also took Sanyas from Vaishnava. He became Vaishnava Sanyasi. Because Ramanacharya then became his Sevak. So Ramanacharya, after making all temples, Everything was ready. And his preaching was going on nicely. Thousands of books were published. And he said, Tirupati made a golden temple there. Everywhere he made such huge temples for his Prabhu. This is Everything was offered in such nice ways. Yes, everything. 
So these three main disciples, he called all of them. And he said, you come with me. He said, where? Then they came. Then he took the three of them in the middle of the ocean. And then he, he said, no, I'm offering you to the ocean. And you see how the Guru is. He took the three disciples and he drowned all of them in the ocean there. Told them to jump inside the ocean. And then he left. And just see how the disciples are and see how the Guru is. Did they ever say anything like, oh, no, no, we won't jump inside. And then, Ramana when he returned, he had thousands of Diksha disciples, lakhs of them, in the entire country. He, he had one lady disciple. She was uh, given in marriage to someone very far away. So her in-laws would trouble her so much. Every day they would tell her, go bring this water. Then do this, do that. The whole day they'd make her work. Wash clothes, cooking, everything. But she couldn't do anything and they'd beat her. Or she'd bring your father, tell your father to bring some, send some servant here. And they say, it is not like before that the lady will just leave her in-laws or that she'll divorce her husband. Not like this. Previously there was very strong rules and regulations. You see, if she'd leave her in-laws, then no one would keep her inside the house. So the lady was now thinking, my father can't do anything. So then she came to Guruji. He gave me Diksha, Mala Mantra. They never let me chant. They never let me chant my Dikshit Mantras. They only beat me day and night. Tell me to cook, to massage them, bring water, wash their clothes, serve the cows. You say, kindly help me. Give me shelter, Guruji. So I said, all right, you tell your father. They said, tell your father to give us a servant. Then Ramana said, all right, don't worry. Then he had like his most dear sevak. He called him and he said, he said, go with this lady. And go and serve her entire family. Every day he'll have to wash pots, bring water from the pond, massage their feet, wash clothes, cook for them. Do everything for this lady. Then he said, all right. Then he went there. And now, they wouldn't even give him food to eat. And whatever remnants were left on their plates, they'd collect all those remnants and give him a little to eat. Then this way, then he'd, he'd wash everyone's clothes, cook for everyone. So meanwhile, many years passed this way. So then on Mayavadi Guru, he came there from Shankaracharya's line. He came there. So he came there near this village. There was a huge uh, religious assembly. And there he was speaking. And then he was bringing water. This is Sivaramachari. He had two pots on his head, two pots on each of his shoulders. And then there also there was a bamboo stick and then they tie pots at the two ends of the bamboo rod. So he had to bring many pots of water from nearby well. So there he heard this disciple of Shankaracharya. This Mahavadi speaking. Then he heard, then he kept all the spots of water down. Then he, he said, in a very humble way, he said, you have spoken so much, but if you desire, then can I question you? There is a religious assembly. So anyone could ask a question. So when he said this, then 
one after another he cut all the arguments of the mayavadi there all the people there in the assembly thinking who is this man he just think is house servant he doesn't even have proper clothes to wear he's carrying so many pots of water and just see he defeated the scholar pure sanskrit and even the in-laws of that in-laws of this mataji were also present there he said who did you call here he is not some ordinary man he is a big scholar he said what can i do you are always abusing me so much beating me i called my guruji and guruji gave one of his own disciples to help us then they said oh we given you remnants we've done so many things to you then they all came down and fell at the feet of ramanuja and they asked for forgiveness and they said that your dharma you always trouble the ladies from other homes so much so then they said you shouldn't do this way you shouldn't do like this then they became the surrender servants ramanacharya and then they even took initiation from him and ramanacharya was preaching he went to one place there he saw he had a very wealthy disciple and then he sent some sevaks there because there he traveled with like 100 devotees he would not go alone there he go that like to such uh, like thunderous kirtan then he told the sevaks go tell that wealthy man that guru just come then when he saw these sevaks he became very happy they went inside in mishar making all arrangements for guruji but he didn't come out and he didn't receive the other god brothers they were waiting for him out and they were also ready then he forgot that my god brothers were waiting outside and i'll have to they were so happy the ramanachari came that he forgot that his god brothers were waiting outside he went to the bazaar he got vegetables he got garlands he put the asan down but he didn't realize they were still waiting for him out then he came around to oh, guruji he went inside became very happy but he hasn't come that's so why don't worry all right we have another disciple we'll go there to his house and around to he came to that devotee's house and there he saw there was a hut there straw hut and then he told the sevaks and they said guruji has come aise hai guri brahmani the very poor is brahman brahmani And when, when Brahman got Bhiksha, the Brahmani didn't have any clothes to wear also. She wore some rags, old torn cloth. And they say, this mantra that the Guru had given should be chanting this Guru mantra. And she'd be weeping. So when she heard Guruji had come, she said, how could she even come? She didn't have cloth to cover her body. When Ramachara gave his own cloth, this one uh, cloth. And, and then she, she put that cloth around her and she came and offered pranam to Guruji. when she put a she put some old cloth as an asan for the service of Ramachar and Ramachar himself and she said she was doing kirtan inside and what did she do there she saw the nearby there was one merchant this merchant he would always make very lewd advances towards her saying oh your husband he cannot even he, he look after you properly you stay with me I'll make you a queen But she had never even looked at the face of this man. Then today she herself went to this man. And she said, all right, 
And Guru Maharaj says, come, can you arrange some things for him? The food, pots, everything. And then I'm ready to listen to you. But just give me this wealth that I need. Then she immediately sent all his, his followers, his servants, and he said, bring all the food that you can. Food, ghee, everything. And then they made a big feast for Ramacharya. And they offered bhoga, and they offered prasad. Then offered offering this prasad, Ramacharya said, I know everything, he said. And he said, here, you take these remnants of mine, and then you give it to that merchant. And then, meanwhile, this uh, other person came, the other disciple Ramacharya, and he fell at the feet of Ramacharya. He said, Oh Guruji, I have done this aparad. I became so absorbed in preparing everything for you that I forgot my God was waiting outside. Oh, I have to commit such a great mistake. Then he took Ramacharya and he went away. And then they stayed the night there in his house. So in the night, it was raining so much. So then the husband, he said, he said, how did you serve Guruji so much? So he said, this is what I did. I cannot speak lies. This merchant, he was troubling me so much, many days now, many years. So I, was, I myself went to him, and he said, now you can do what you wish. Just give me all the things I need for my Guruji Seva. And he's given everything. About Baba, this Prasad, Guruji also honored. And he got the blessings also. And he said, just give him this, this Mahaprasad. And there it was raining so much. And then this person, he was he was coming inside out. So he's been inside his house and outside, waiting for the lady. Because you see, he was in the mode of ignorance. He was bogey, he was. He only wanted to enjoy her. So then he was strolling. When is she going to come? And he said, how did you come here? My husband has left me here. Then he said, didn't you become wet? Then she said, no. Anyhow, I covered myself with some cloth. Then she said, here. I offered nice bogo for Guruji here. Take the Samaj's remnants. So then he saw how fragrant the Samaj was. And as we seeing the Samaj eating the Samaj honoring the Samaj what happened? He became mad then. He said, take me to your Guruji. I want to have his darshan. Now I will go to your Guru Maharaj. And then they brought him there. And then, you see, you see, he was such a tamasi person. He was a worm in hell. He was a hellish worm. But now he forgot everything. And then he changed so much that very difficult to find a person like him in the entire universe. He became such a great devotee. Ramacharya gave him Namdiksha and he sent him away. And what happened to the Brahmani? Then just as Krishna made this Sudama Puri for Sudam. Sudama he took little chip rice. And even now if you see if you go now you can see this deity of this Brahman. There's a very nice temple that dedicated to this Brahman. This area. And what happened to the Paniya? He gave his entire wealth to Ramanujara, this merchant. He took sannyas from Ramanujara and he said, Just keep me with you. I don't want any of this wealth. This wealth polluted my mind so much. So he gave everything away to Ramanacharya. So therefore, even now, by his mercy, this uh, thousands of people are being fed every day. No objection. You see, you see thousand years now. This massage. 
And in the evening, Aarti will be taking place there. So there, there is Angunda there. And what is his name? His name was Dhanurdhar. He became so attached to a prostitute. That, and uh, the lady should be coming inside to have darshan of Ranganath. And then she'd be standing around of Ranganath. And then he'd, he'd, he'd show his back to Ranganath and he'd only be looking at her face. And they'd tell him, oh, move out. He'd say, oh, why are you looking at this? Why are you looking at this deity made of stone? You just look at this lady, how beautiful she is. You look at her. She's see how beautiful she is. And why are you looking at this deity? So, and they couldn't even make him move because he was a gunda. He say something, then he started beating that other person. So Raman Chare, he came meanwhile and he said, my son, come here. But still he wouldn't move. Then he told the prostitute, Would you come this way? And then he came there. Wherever the lady would go, he'd go there. He said, he'd only be following her. He'd be looking at her face the whole time. Without looking at her, he couldn't remain alive. He only be looking at her the whole time. Then he said, Oh, you see, the temple is going to open. He said, Oh, why do I have to look at this Patar Murthy? This deity made of stone. Then he put his hand on his head. He said, now see. Then what happened? As soon as he received touch of Ramarachar's hand, he forgot the lady now. Now he became mad. Now he was crying, now in front of Ranganath. Now his hand was on his head. His hand bestows fearlessness. Fulfillment of all desires. Gives. So every day when Ramarachar would bathe there in the Kaveri, there he'd go with the Brahmanas, would be doing Stavsati the whole way. And then when they'd bathe in the Kaveri, then he, what would he do? He, he would always keep his hand on Dhanurdhar's shoulder. He'd walk to the Kaveri with keeping his hand, and then he'd also, when he returned to the temple, he'd keep his hand on his shoulder. And then the Brahmins are thinking, with thousands of sannyasis, and he's keeping his hand on this person. He's a kunda, he was attached to a prostitute, and he's keeping his hand on his shoulder. And this way he's insulting us. Hmm? He comes with us, and then he leaves with him. So they're saying, we'll not leave this Dhanurdhar. Then Ramachara, he said one day, he told Dhanurdhar, he said, you see all these sannyasis are resting. You take their dour copins and you go hide it somewhere. You take the Rachmaniya cups and the Tilakmala and just go put it here and there. So when they woke up in the morning, they start shouting, well, who's taken my copin? Who's taken my Rachmaniya? Oh, then they said they start fighting with each other. Why you take my copin? So he said, he called and he said, why are you fighting? He said, oh, you took my copin away. Then he said, the copin is just a small piece of cloth and you're fighting for this. Then why are you fighting then? Then on the same night, Dhanurdhari was massaging Ramachari's feet. Then he called his uh, disciples, Sanyasis, go to Dhanurdhar's house. And there you see, get all the gold that you can from his house. And then I'll keep all that gold with me. 
they'll say I will not let you be so go bring as much gold as you can then they what did they do they have made a hole through the house and they took everything away and this lady this prostitute had become his wife now and she had gold and ornaments all over even now even south and if you go ladies they cover themselves with gold there they are you see there they cover themselves with gold completely then she was thinking okay my god brothers have come so they are trying to take her jewels away then what did she do she was sleeping on one side so then they taken everything from her right hand then she put her left hand forward she stretched it forward here take all these jewels away but then they thought that she was awake now so then ran away and so guruji we bought everything from her house from their house everything all the gold that we could find and we said all right we said dhanurdar you go now so dhanurdar he, he didn't know what happened so then they all followed dhanurdar from behind and there this lady she told dhanurdar oh maybe our guruji needed some belt my god brothers came and took everything they took pots away also and you see they took my gold everything from one hand one re- this some gold remained on one hand i stretched that hand out also but they didn't take that then yeah. Dhanurdar said, why did you do that? Now go give this remaining gold also. Then she said, should I go tomorrow? He said, no, go immediately now and give it. And all the God brothers were listening to the conversation between husband and wife. So then Amarachari, he asked these sannyasis. They said, oh, Guruji, maybe he needed something. The God brothers come and taken everything away. So he said, take this gold away also, these jewels away also. Then he said, just see, your sannyasis, and for this coping which measures four fingers long, you're fighting so much. So who is more exalted? You or them? Whose mind is more pure? Yours or theirs? Who is more surrendered? You or them? So then they became a silent and they never complained about Dhanurdar again. So Ramacharya's life and his specialities is indescribable. Just as his name was Lakshman Desik and he became Acharya Ramanuj. And what did he do? Last time he met so many disciples. So then he made one deity of his. Near the Shirangam temple, he made one deity of his. He made it by his own hands. He said, whatever question you have, if you do kirtan and pray to this deity of mine, then this deity will give all the answers to your questions. And whatever problem you have, all these problems will be rectified. When you go preaching, and everyone will come to the deity of Ramanachari. And meanwhile, Yamunacharya's deity was uh, when he went to bed in the Kaveri he saw the deity Yamunacharya floating there on a lotus flower and how was his deity made deity made of gold see the Kaveri is very long and white water is so beautiful there you won't find water more sweet than the water of the Kaveri so then he took his Guru Maharaj in his lap and then he established the deity of Yamunacharya there in Srirangam, right near the temple of Ranganath. And there you can find the deities of Ramachara and Yamunachara, both the deities. So tomorrow is Bhaimi Ekadashi, then the next day is Varadvadashi, and then Nityanantaradashi. So you cannot do Vrata for three days. So if you follow Vrata for Ekadashi, and Varadev you do Archan and do Param, Varadev will not say anything. But you'll have to follow Nityananda Radashi. Or else then you'll get Jalananda or Mokshananda, Brahmananda. You won't get Nityananda then. So you'll have to follow Ekadashi Nityananda Radashi. So some, they follow the three in one titi. But no. You'll have to follow this Nityananda Rose Vrata as well. 
Oh, uh-huh. 